1: All right, let's get it on. It's 406. I'm Mike Boyle, and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show on News Talk 710 KNUS. Happy to have you with me. If you'd like to give me a call, 303-696-1971. We covered quite a bit of territory in the first hour. We're going to take you on up until 5 o'clock. Be back on Sunday, tomorrow, Easter Sunday. And uh, if you're just now joining me, and if you just have to leave, I want to remind you that I want to wish you a happy, happy Easter. Uh, with family and friends, and hopefully we will, all of us, take a moment to reflect on the meaning of Easter, the holiest Christian holiday of the year. Um, You know, our Rockies are doing pretty well. We talk about restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever we feel like talking about here on the Restaurant Show. We are going to talk, hopefully, with a guy that started a new restaurant, a new concept, here a couple months ago, I really like it. And I was out there, and I really like this guy. I've known him for years. We're going to try to get him on this hour. But uh, Rockies are 5-2. They're taking on the Chicago Cubs tonight at Coors Field at six ten. Maybe some of you are heading out tomorrow for an afternoon game. Did you know that today is the first day of the new USFL? Didn't we try this once before? The United States Football League. Yeah, we tried this back in the '80s, and um, but they're starting it again today. First game, I believe, is at five o'clock. There are eight teams now, and they plan on going spring football. Obviously, the season will go from today until mid June. So, what's that? Mid May, mid June—two months. There's a the North and South division. They will play ten games. The playoff games will be in Canton. Ohio, which, of course, is the home of the National Football League or the Football Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call it. Um, If you've never been there, if you ever get close, stop by. Even if you're not much of a football fan, it really is pretty. You know, sometimes going to these places, I wasn't a big fan of Elvis when I went to Graceland. But some of this stuff really just gives you some nice history. And uh, anyway, the games are all going to be played before the playoffs. The games are all going to be played In Birmingham, Alabama, they have two stadiums down there, and you may ask, well, how can the Michigan Panthers, New Jersey Generals, Philadelphia Stars, Pittsburgh Maulers, Tampa Bay Bandits, New Orleans Breakers, Houston Gamblers, and the Birmingham Stallions, how can they all play all their games in Birmingham and be home teams? Well, I guess we're about to find out. Obviously, there will be home team and visiting teams. Um, Will people travel from Michigan down to Birmingham? Birmingham's a nice town. I like Alabama. There's something about Southern hospitality. Don't kid you. Those people are nice down there. Uh, Sure, some people will travel from Michigan, from New Jersey, from Philadelphia, from Tampa, New Orleans, over to Birmingham to watch those games. They're doing a neat concept. All the tickets are $10. Kids 15 and under are free. And you say, well, Mike, they're going to lose their a You know what? I'm not sure. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I'll tell you why I think that this might be a concept that will be doable We can take your calls at 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. But we'll be right back on The Restaurant Show. All right, 13 minutes after 4 o'clock, bad to the bone. You know what? We just did a spot for the Cancun group trip. I explained in the last hour that that trip is sold out only because the hotel is sold out. But that doesn't mean that you cannot still gather some baseball equipment that I can take down there working with those youth baseball programs. People that go with me on these trips, they don't go with me to the villages. They don't go with me out to the baseball areas. They don't go with me to the places where we're trying to help baseball get started, youth baseball. But it doesn't mean you can't give me the equipment and I'll take it down um, when I go. All right, um, we're talking a little bit about the USFL. $10 tickets, kids 15 and under are free. But, you know, here's why I think that this formula will work. They're playing all games in Birmingham. So you're not going to have transportation back and forth, back and forth for 100 people. Sure, they're going to have the apartments or hotels or whatever to put them up in. But uh, you know what? I, I think that this is something. And they're bunching the games together on Saturday and Sunday. The first games tonight start at 5 o'clock. But the money in football is in television. In this league, the broadcasters are going to be Kurt Menefee and Joel Klatt. You know Joel Klatt. He played football up at CU. He's been a national um, sportscaster. But they're going to have games on Fox, NBC, USA, and Fox Sports 1. So, uh, you know what, will I watch it? Yeah, I'd like to check it out. I'd like to see if there's any people in the stands. The stadiums are going to be smaller stadiums. They're not going to try to come up with these 75, 80, 90, 100,000-seat Bahamas and try to fill them up. So, I don't know, It, it, it sounds to me like a formula that just may work. I mentioned that I got out of town this week. I drove up to Fort Morgan, known as the Morgue, and um, had some fun up there. You know, I really did. I got a nice note from Dave. Dave said, if you want to get out of town sometime, you might want to try Napoli's Restaurant on Central Avenue in Cheyenne, Wyoming. He, You might want to try Metropolitan Restaurant, the Chop House Restaurant, both north of Cheyenne, the Little Bear Inn. I don't know. Was he talking about the Little Bear in Evergreen, or is there a Little Bear in Cheyenne? I'm not sure. But at any rate... You know, I think that too often we get in ruts, and we don't take a look. we don't see the forest for the trees. I'm telling you right now, I could go up to Fort Morgan. I could go to Cheyenne. I've been to Cheyenne plenty of times. I don't want to go today. It's windy enough down here, <laughs> but pardon me, but. You know, I just got a message from <clears throat> a listener, Dennis. He lives up in Aspen Park. He took my advice and went down to Oklahoma City, just a driving trip, a little loop. They got a granddaughter at TSU, so they probably went through Fort Worth, stopped at TSU, saw the granddaughter. You know, there's an old saying down there. First of all, you've got the old Fort Worth Stockyards Hotel. It's a historic hotel. It's right at the Stockyards. They've got Billy Bob's Texas, a big nightclub. But there's an old saying down in Texas. The three best Mexican restaurants in Dallas are all in Fort Worth. <laughs> Joe T. Garcia's. So they went and they did some of that, and then they went up through Oklahoma City They went to the Cattlemen's Steakhouse, 100 years old, had a big old steak, washed it down with some double-deuce beers, went over to the Riverwalk in downtown Oklahoma City, Bricktown it's called, but there's just a lot of good stuff to see and you don't have to go too far. Then they came back through Amarillo and they stopped at the Big Texan Steakhouse, which has a 72-ounce steak. (laughs) Now, Listen, my days of not 72-ounce steaks, but 22-ounce bone-in ribeyes, those are over for me. I'm more the ladies' cut filet, seven ounces. But, man, years ago, would I have taken a shot at that? You bet. And not only would I have been able to down that 72 ounces, but I'd have washed it down with about 15 beers and then probably had to drive home because I'd have been too drunk to walk. I'm just I'm just kidding folks okay i'm just kidding but at any rate there's a lot of stuff like that and you know i've jumped in the car i took some baseball equipment down to la junta they needed some for their baseball program down there you give me the baseball equipment i went down to la junta fort and the old uh, grenada the old japanese internment camps down there went to a Mexican restaurant in La Junta owned by the Macias family that have La Mission Mexican Restaurant and Falcon. You know, so there's just a lot of that stuff that's just kind of close. I was actually thinking of maybe doing another drive trip over to North Platte, Nebraska. What the heck is in North Platte, Nebraska, Mike? Well, did you see the article in the Denver Post about how those Canadian sandhill cranes <laughs> By the thousands, by the tens of thousands, they're a four-foot-tall bird. That's a big bird with a wingspan of six feet. And I thought, you know what, next week I think I might just drive up to North Platte. So I called the North Platte Visitors Bureau, Chamber of Commerce, I can't remember. And the lady was very nice. She said, Mike, they're really here. They're kind of moving on. She said, I can hear them from my house. I didn't hear them very much today. You really should come next year, wait till next year, and come in late March. You know, it, it, the only reason I waited was because you can. can you imagine the weather in North Platte, Nebraska, in last March? I mean, it would be colder than your mother-in-law's heart. And so, but, you know, I guess if I want to see the cranes, I got to go in that time of year. But it's fun to find little places like that where, you know, maybe you only have to drive four or five hours and there's that place that runs ads with the stefan Tubbs on knus i can't think of it it's a it's a a, a kind of a bed and breakfast lodge hospitality type place out east and they have wine dinners and all of that type of stuff but you know what there's some really neat stuff in this state and i enjoy taking advantage of it and encourage you to do it as well all right let's go and take a break i'm mike Boyle, and this is the restaurant show all right, 24 minutes after 4 o'clock here on The Restaurant Show, News Talk 710 KNUS. Just at a spot for Joyce's Famous Pizza. been working with Joyce for years. You know what? It's a small place, but about every six weeks, eight weeks, we do a $7.10 special with her, and we just rock her world. And that's one of the things that we do here on the show. Yes, the people that own Dickie's have 12 restaurants. Yes, the guy that owns the Black Eyed Pea has nine restaurants. Yes, the View House has monster, monster sales in Littleton, Coors Field, Centennial, and Garden of the Gods. I beg your pardon. Well, not Garden of the Gods, Colorado Springs. But we we try to work with everybody here. A guy that has been very successful and has four places is my next guest. We just ran a spot for the office, the library, the gym, and now the taco company. I love it. When a plan comes together, we've got him on the line. His name is Mike Hernandez. He is the owner operator. He's the brains. He's the jeffy. He's the guy behind these four places. Let's talk to him. Mike, welcome to the show.
2: Hello, Mike. Nice to hear you again. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, you know, I got to just tell you something. I was at the taco company yesterday, had a chat with Mike. and, And I'm saying this. Yes, he's on the air with me. Yes, it sounds like I'm stroking him. But I really love the guy. He's a good family man. He's got four kids, but he just works hard. He's in one of his restaurants every day. Mike, you've been holding out on me. I have never had one of your breakfast burritos. And I had one yesterday with chorizo, eggs, potatoes. I went to the salsa bar and used the tomatilla sauce, it was $2.75. You've been holding out on me. Those breakfast burritos of yours are really, really
2: good. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. You know, just like all the other restaurants, we just try to make the food, you know, very simple as it should be. And I think it shows some of the, you know, we invest our time in the quality of it.
1: Well, there's no question. Mike, why did you decide? You know, the office in downtown Castle Rock on 3rd Street. You go in, you sit down, you've got nice tables, nice booths, you've got a beautiful bar, you can have a drink, you can watch TV. You go to the library out near the Castle Rock Adventist Hospital, same same. Alex doing a nice job out there. The gym, and I love the names, folks. Honey, I can't come home for a while. I'm going to be at the office. Ha uh-huh. ha. Honey, I've got to do a little research. I'm going to stop by the library. You know what? I need a workout, so I'm going to go to the gym on Main Street in Parker, maybe get a pizza, maybe relax a little bit. I love the names. But the concept of the taco company, Mike, is a little bit different. Would you take the listeners through it and kind of how you came up with it and how you've implemented it?
2: Well, obviously, you know, the last few years have been uh challenged to reconfigure everything we knew about the restaurant business, you know, with the closures. Uh, everything that impacted our sales. So once we came across, um, you know, this drive-through location um, with the staff uh, issues that also arise, you know, we went with a counter service concept. And what else that we love tacos, you know, Uh, simple, straightforward, uh, again, a product that we can put out there that we can put our name behind it and, you know, the love behind it where, again, it just translates into another Um, Very simple, very good concept for everybody to discover, you know. Because on this one, definitely it is a a learning curve for a lot of people, you know. That's what you
1: you said. You said about 50% come in and they know exactly how they want to order, what the menu is, the type of tacos they want to get. And other people, and you can probably see them as soon as they walk in the door because they're standing there one or two or three people looking at the menu and kind of trying to figure it out a little bit. So that's what you mean by a learning curve.
2: Correct. You know, we, we, we're bringing here to Parker something that is very traditional, something that is, uh, is just how it should be, uh, just how we get it on the streets of Mexico, just how you always go to a taco stand and, and you're able to prepare and, you know, put any of the what you would call toppings, you know, um, mm-hmm. into your tacos. And you make it your own, you know, like you, you, you make it the way you want it. And I think that's that one of the, the the biggest impacts that we're creating here is, you know, people are learning what we have. You know, we have over, you know, juice sauce, over 16 different options that you can load up your food with and, and just find the way that you would like it, you know.
1: We're talking with Hernandez. He owns the office, the library, the gym, and now the taco company in Parker. It's right by the Safeway. It's right by the Grease Monkey. It is right at Main Street and Parker Road. Tucked in a little bit. you got to look for it a little bit. But they serve the tacos, very many of them, open face. It might be a corn tortilla with the ingredients on top, and then you can go to the salsa bar and figure out what other additions you might want to make to it. But, Mike, it's funny because for the popularity of that, let's call it traditional-style tacos, because when I I just went to a place in Playa del Carmen. I was taken by some Mexican friends of mine down there, and um, all the tacos are served just like that open face. But for all of that, one of the most popular tacos at the taco company is the one that reminds one of your regular companies of the crispy shell taco that he ate growing up as a kid at Taco Bell.
2: (laughs) Correct. You know, and that one, it actually started for um, a a very good friend of us um, that that Sally just recently passed away, and, uh, you know, a a great guy that always used to be at the gym, and I always used to make him crispy tacos here because that's what he wanted, and yep. you know it was first thing, first thing in the morning, so I was here making it just for him and that's why you know when when everything happened, I knew I had to do that taco on my menu and you know go figure um it's it's a hit, you know everybody likes their supreme tacos. <laughs>
1: You know, a a lot of people think of a taco as a hard shell taco, and you put a little bit of uh, ground beef, and you put a little bit of lettuce and tomato, a little bit of shaved cheese on top of it, a little bit of salsa, and that's fine. But you were actually telling me that a lot of your recipes at the taco company are coming from... One of the culinary, Mexico has about seven culinary regions. They're known for not only the types of cuisine, but the products that they use in them. You were telling me that a lot of your recipes actually come from Guadalajara, Mexico. Talk about that for a second.
2: Correct. That's where we grew up. You know, that's where all of our uh, my parents are. That's where, um, you know, up to when I was 17 years old, I that, that's where we grew up. And that's what we grew up eating, you know. Uh, again, just very simple street food, you know, and I I, I love how the uh, demographics have changed here in Colorado, Douglas County, Parker, Castle Rock, and everybody's very adventurous and what they're trying, and we're able to present and put in front of people the food how it should be, the flavors how they are, you know, and that's where he's very exciting about this. You know, you talk about why a new concept and that's why, you know, I think that we have grown to where we wanted to Keep that passion, keep the fire, uh, keep that motivation and with something fun. And, you know, we wake up every day and we, we keep trying our food every day here at the Taco Company. And it's amazing, you know, just to see uh, how we're able to bring, like you say, their memories to people or something new or, uh, again, remembering your trips, your vacations. You know, that's what it's about with, with our places. You know, we just really want you to relax and enjoy yourself. You know, don't have to think. You're there to sip a margarita, eat a few good tacos, and call it a day, you know?
1: Well, I have to tell you something. I'd like to say that I can talk to the traditional aspect, the authenticity of your food from Guadalajara. I spent three days in Guadalajara, spent it out at tequila, spent it at the home of the salsa family for tequila. I have spent three days in Guadalajara, and I do not recall uh, drawing a sober breath the whole time that I was there. So there's a better chance of me getting good style Guadalajara food at your restaurant than me remembering from my trip to Guadalajara. But I guess that that's kind of, that might be a little bit too much information for the listeners. Um, (laughs) You have a full service liquor license and a couple of TVs right behind the counter service. Um, So if somebody wants a nice Mexican cerveza, also, also, If you want a margarita, you can do that as well, Mike.
2: Correct. Full liquor license. The the bar actually uh, is a full service bar. And, you know, we do the counter service and we also have the drive through. (laughs) And
1: I was just going to mention that they have a drive through window. There's great parking if you want to park and go inside, but they've got a drive through window. And a lot of people, since you're on the end cap of a building and it's tucked around a little bit, not a lot of people know about the drive-through window. You said every day, people say to me,
2: say to you, "We didn't know you had a drive-through window." <laughs> All, All right. right, you know everybody. Yeah, for the last 20 years, 30 years, he was a, a credit union. <laughs> so we just transformed it. <laughs> we kept the drive-through. <laughs>
1: All right, Vicky, Vicky and Littleton wants to know: Does he own the office in downtown Denver? He doesn't own the office in downtown Denver. He owns the office in downtown Castle Rock. So uh, let's go ahead and take a break, Mike. I want to ask you a couple questions about one of your most popular items. I had never even heard of it, the Casa Taco Beria, and also I want to get your thoughts about a new trend that seems to be going on with restaurants that you and I agree we do not approve of. Talking with Mike Hernandez, we'll be right back on The Restaurant Show. All right, 439, and to answer Vicki's question, um, Michael, you do not own, to the best of my knowledge, the Corner Office Restaurant and Martini Bar at 1401 Curtis in the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel. Is that correct?
2: Correct, not at all, Mike.
1: But he owns the office in downtown Castle Rock, the library over near the hospital in Castle Rock, the gym in Parker, and now the taco company in Parker as well. And by the way, we just did a spot for Cafe Del Sol. Jose Estrada is a wonderful guy, and he's got a breakfast burrito, but he's at 6th and Garrison. Now, I'm just telling you, that if you're by 6th and Garrison, you probably don't want to run to Parker to pick up a breakfast burrito at the taco company. If you're in Parker, unless you're going that way, you're probably not going to go to 6th and Garrison. But that's why I don't compare meals. I just enjoy them. So anyway, we were talking about the breakfast burrito at um, the taco company. Mike, you and I had a conversation about these restaurants that are charging surcharges. Um, A kitchen surcharge might be 3%, 4%, 5% to help pay the kitchen staff. An inflation surcharge. I've seen utility surcharges, and I've seen a PIF, a public improvement fund, surcharge. To me, Mike, old school, a dinosaur, old-fashioned. Build that stuff into your menu prices and not try to nickel-dime people. And I think a lot of it's, even though they have to alert you to it, I've seen it on menus that was in tiny, tiny print. I just don't like it. (sighs) Tell me what I have to pay for my breakfast burrito, my hamburger, my steak, whatever. You've got some pretty strong thoughts about it as well.
2: Correct. You know, I think that as any business owner – we we have to figure it out how to make our ends meet. And I, I am like you, you know, like we're old schooled, and I think that we are able to build it into our food costs and every other mm-hmm. cost that we have. I mean, I definitely uh, cannot speak on anybody's um, situations, right? But it's for sure something that I, I, I very much dislike. I, I very much don't agree with, um, you know, because at the end of the day, it breaks up more... Um, adjusting your prices in the menu for me and, you know, and the volume will, will bring it back to me, you know, um, mm-hmm. that the people will realize that I, I guess I'm one of them that I, I hate taxes to start off. So when I see a surcharge, <laughs> it's just like one of those things that say like tax over tax over taxes, like what, what is going on? You know, like I, I was trying to enjoy a nice meal and I received a bill with, uh, five other different lines of surcharges, it, it, it is a little um, tough pill to swallow, you know.
1: Well, and I think that I checked on this. They have to notify you legally, but it can be in the tiny, tiny print at the bottom of a menu. It can be in a tiny, tiny sign somewhere in the restaurant. And since we now are doing 90, 95 percent of our Business in restaurants, especially sit down on credit card. Two people are having a meal, they're talking, they're relaxing. You say, Bring me the check, and you just give them the credit card and you don't think about it and you put the tip on based on the total. And maybe a lot of people don't even realize. As a matter of fact, I think a lot of people don't realize that they're playing, paying an inflation surcharge or a kitchen surcharge, or whatever. And, Mike, I'm glad to hear you're not doing it at any of your establishments, and I don't like it. Before I let you go, and I know you're busy getting ready for a busy Saturday, tell the listeners what a queso taco burrilla is. I had never heard of it, and it's one of your biggest sellers at the taco company.
2: Correct. You know, growing up, it is another one of those items from Guadalajara where we have always had um, a crispy uh, flat top, you know, crispy it on the flat top. A birria taco, birria being our uh, slow like type of pot roast. It has a little bit of cinnamon. It has a lot of spices and dried chilies. So it's a very very um, well rounded flavor, and um, very very tender uh, shredded beef, you can say, uh, pot roast. So we technically crispy up the tortilla on our flat top. We uh, dip it in our red chili. And we put cheese. So technically, now by that time you have a, a corn quesadilla. Then we top it up with a heaping spoon of uh, a you know, fold it, let it get nice and crispy. We serve it with its own aju and you know, it's 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 a blast. It's 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 a, it's a taco that you actually dip in its own aju and you know, obviously you load it up with cilantro, onions, any other type of salsa that you like, and it's a hit. I, I guess that. Um, as Americans and everything, you know, you know we, we like that, that dipping sauces and everything. I think you know, that's why, in you know, the, the melted cheese, the uh, the tender meat on this taco is just phenomenal. It's it, folks, it's almost like a pita pocket. Um, Mike,
1: had I, like I said, I've been to Guadalajara. If I had been paying more attention, is this a dish that's pretty much indigenous to Guadalajara? If I went to Guadalajara again, would I see them all over the place?
2: You, correct, yes, the, that are starting to um, be more popular. Uh, you know, uh-huh. you've got to remember, Guadalajara, is like you, you have your corners. You have your corners, well, you're going to have your fish tacos and fish tacos only. And then on the other one, you're going to have just your carnitas and your carnitas only. So it's kind of like one of those items that, you know, whoever sells these birria tacos, that's all they're going to sell. So that's why all of this, like, it's all those little corners and those those territories, kind of highlight like, the street uh, Mexican food has, like, exploded, you know, in in a lot of the areas.
1: I'm going to let him go. His name is Mike Hernandez. He owns the office and library both in Castle Rock. He owns the Jim and Parker and now the taco company. Mike, you've got a lovely wife, a beautiful family, four kids. When you get home and they say, Dad, let's go to dinner. Let's go out to eat. Let's go for a Saturday. Where is the go-to place for the Hernandez family?
2: <laughs> um, you, you know, right now we just say Chinese. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we just took them out to Chinese earlier today. So uh, they love everywhere, really. You know, uh, they're they're amazing kids, and they can't have enough uh, chicken tenders and all that kind of stuff. You know, burgers. Um, and, and I'll take them a lot of takeout from my restaurants. I'll say that. You know, right now being well, uh, very busy, uh, I don't have much time to go out with them. But, you know, luckily today I was, you know, and it was Chinese for us today.
1: (laughs) That's funny. You know what? I think that you are doing. I remember the pediatrician when my daughter was obviously a baby. Her mother said, well, what about eating this? And and the pediatrician said, let her eat whatever she wants. She'll get everything she needs. And my daughter is now, she is so broad Based that she'll go places, especially with her company Gusto Mexico. And the next thing you know, I'm being introduced to Nepales. And I say, "Oh, this is really good. What is it?" She said, "Cactus." <laughs> and I said, "All right, but but I think that when you expose your kids to that, I think you are doing them a big, big favor." Oh, I don't like that. Oh, shut up and try it. And you know, I I I, I applaud you. So it was Chinese today for the Hernandez family, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. I like the I like the I like the China Cafe in Castle Rock. There's some good Chinese restaurants out there, Mike. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Congratulations on your success.
2: Thank you very much, Mike. Nice. All, All right. Have a good hi night to you again. Thank you.
1: Yes, All righty. Mike Hernandez at the Taco Company. That breakfast burrito. Okay, mine was chorizo, eggs, and potatoes. It was two seventy-five. If I go to Cafe del Sol at six and Garrison, I can have chorizo, eggs, and potatoes, and it'll be five dollars. And you say, well, Mike, why is one two seventy-five and why is one five dollars? The one at Cafe del Sol is a great great deal at five bucks it's huge it's going to be stuffed with more potatoes and more eggs well the one at taco company chorizo eggs and potatoes it wasn't stuffed and when you taste it you can taste all the flavors blending together. I put tomatilla sauce on it. They've got pico de gallo. I love pico de gallo. If you told me I was going to eat nothing but chips and pico de gallo for the rest of my life, I would be just fine. But I'm just going to tell you something. Both of them are good, depending on where you happen to be. But I, I, and and you know what, when we come out with these best of, you know, Santiago's, when San Diego's opened up their first place, I'm telling you something, I didn't, I didn't give them a snowball's chance. And now there's one on every corner. They're known for their breakfast burritos. There's just a lot of places. But we all get in a rut where we're trying something, we like it, and we don't get out and deviate. We don't get out and we shortchange ourselves. When we do that. Hey, speaking of Gusto Mexico, my daughter's company, GustoMexico.com, G U S T O Mexico.com, it is a soft adventure cultural immersion company. Um, she took us to Oaxaca. And whereas I take 30, 40 people on a trip, she takes about 12. She wants us to be immersed in the culture of Mexico. She finds stuff that you would never find in a snowball's chance by looking for it on your own. But, of course, she's flown in Spanish. She's been all over Mexico. Uh, by the way, she'll be getting married in Mexico in November. Yes, she and her boyfriend are going to be getting married. Not a destination wedding, but uh, he's from Mexico. He's from Puerto Vallarta. They want to get married down there so that his mother can uh, join him. But she has just put together another cultural immersion trip to the Guadalupe Valley the Valle de Guadalupe, outside of Ensenada, the wine region. Check it out on her website at Mike, uh, no, it's not, at gustomexico.com. It is on my website as well. We'll be right back. All right, 454, we've had a busy show, but let's try to get in one more call. Let's go to David up in North Glen, 303-696-1971. David, welcome to the show. Happy Easter weekend to you.
3: Same to you. I'd like to say one thing about Black Eyed Peas that I don't, Ever hear anybody talk about? I used to go on the Fridays. I used to go to that one in North Bend constantly. But on Fridays, that clam chowder soup that was just out of sight.
1: <laughs> I was... have had their clam chowder. I love. We're talking New England style. I loved. I'm not big on Manhattan style, but. I love clam chowder, and I was just recently at a Black Eyed Pea, I was just recently at Pegasus on a Friday in Castle Rock, and I said, yeah, everybody knows I love that French onion soup, that's my go-to, but when it's clam chowder day, you know what, thanks for mentioning that, David, I sure appreciate it. Do you still go and get it occasionally?
3: Uh, I haven't been there for a while, but uh, believe me, it's always on my mind, but the other thing I wanted to talk to you about synthetic cows by Bill Gates. Now gonna come out with synthetic meat.
2: <laughs> you know I
3: think, I think that's hilarious. I wonder what he's gonna do about synthetic milk, butter, cheese and ice cream. <laughs> you know. If you do away with cows, you're gonna do away with all that stuff with Some of those people in Congress wants to do away with cows because of global warming.
1: I said, those people are insane. Listen, it's amazing to me, David. David, it is amazing to me how we can find every election cycle, and it doesn't matter what party they are, 535 dumbasses that we send to Congress. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if they came out with synthetic meat. I will tell you this. I talked to Richard Flanagan. Richard Flanagan is a known cardiologist. He and Dilser Nawaz are both at Press St. Luke. They're the guys that did the work on my ticker a few years ago. They're the guys that did the work on Peter Boyles. And you know what? I went back in for my... Matter of fact, I didn't even know I was supposed to go in for a checkup. They called me. Up and said, you want to stop by and let us check you? So I talked to him. We did the blood work. And Richard Flanagan says, whatever you are doing... Keep on doing it. And I can assure you, David, that I'm on no diet. I try to watch what I eat, but I'm not going to be – I don't have enough years left on my life to start getting into synthetic milk, synthetic ice cream, and synthetic meat. David, thanks an awful lot for the call. We sure appreciate it. God bless you. Really appreciate the uh, comments about the black-eyed pea uh, and their clam chowder. You know, we just did a spot for India's restaurant – And, um, you know, that might be an idea to think about a place like India's restaurant for Easter and for Mother's Day. Um, We did a spot for Fat Alberts. You know, it's probably getting a little late up there, but uh, maybe you can still give Sue Albert a call. Fat Alberts on 23rd Avenue in Greeley, because, you know, mom always loves a good pie. (laughs) and they make pecan and peanut butter and key lime. They make cherry and apple, and they make Mike Boyle's favorite. They make a chocolate cream pie. They call it a French silk. You want it it to sound more uppity, you call it a French silk, but it's a chocolate cream pie, and I'm just going to tell you something. It is sinful, and I only buy it by the slice. Because if I bought a whole pie, I would bring it home to Castle Rock and I would eat the whole thing. Speaking of things that I can eat all of, you know my daughter and her boyfriend are in Mexico a lot and uh, live down there. They just sent me for my birthday a complete package of chokies, C-H-O-K-I-S. And when I take groups of listeners to Mexico, even though we're at an all-inclusive, Within a day or two of arriving, I will go to a little Tienda, and I will buy packages of chokies. They are chocolate chip cookies, and I will tell you, do not ever tell me, if you are ever on one of my trips, that, oh, they're just like Chips Ahoy. No, they are not. They are about ten times better than Chips Ahoy, and so my daughter just sent me a bunch of packets of, of chokies from mexico and she sent me the chokies brownies she sent so i have got a refrigerator full of good good stuff that i will be sharing with listeners when i take them down to mexico on may 11th uh, a bunch of events coming up that travel party at trestles on thursday april 28th all of this stuff is on my website may 7th no i beg your pardon may 30th No, nope. let me let me get back to the month April 28th, we're going to be at Trestle's Coastal Cuisine. April 30th, we're going to be at the Dairy Queen in Casaroc. they got great burgers. In May, we've got Smokin' Outlaws Barbecue, Mother's Day, Mexico. We've got Garden of the Gods Trading Post, Joyce, Pizza, Testa, Philly, and much, much more. Check out my website at mikeboyle.com. Check out my daughter's website at GustoMexico.com. But that wraps it up for today. The out song is Zach Brown's Toes. i got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand. Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. Adios and vaya con Dios. Goodbye and go with God. Have a great Easter tomorrow. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show.